Hi, you're listening to John and Ann's Wrestling Podcast. This is the one hour a week where my boyfriend, John, is allowed to talk to me about wrestling. And sometimes I know things, too. Here we go. And I talk. I know you I'm can the best talk talker in the fine. business. You can talk just fine. Okay, here we go. This is our podcast, and we are doing it right now. Season two, episode two. Season two, episode two. Yeah, Attack of the News. I don't know. What's this show about? What's Uh, going on in wrestling? What is going on in wrestling? I mean, really a lot in a week. Quite a bit has happened this week. Really? Um, Are you going to talk about the Super Juniors a bunch? Because nobody knows what that is. Well, should, isn't that the reason I should talk about Best of the Super Juniors? Because I guess. people want to know. Inquiring minds. <laughs> I'm uh, Maybe. Okay. <laughs> is this? No, it's okay. The, the Best of the Super Juniors aren't. They're the best of the Super Juniors, okay? It, the Juniors well, part just, really undercuts a lot of that, though. Because I imagine them as children. It does sound that way. Mm-hmm. It's just that they're junior heavyweights. Okay. So they're just a little bit smaller than the heavyweights. And in they're New the Japan, children of the heavyweights. The children of the heavyweights. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, super translates in this to children of the. Mm-hmm. Um, but they uh, in New Japan, they have heavyweights and junior heavyweights. And everything is structured like that. They have a heavyweight like singles title, a junior heavyweight singles title, and then heavyweight and junior heavyweight tag team titles. And they have tournaments for each thing. They have a big tournament for the heavyweights, the G1 Climax, the all-new mm-hmm. G1 Climax for her. Yes, um, we've talked about that. We've been doing this podcast for so long, we've already talked about the G1. I know, it's just a simple callback. Okay, oh, oh, sorry, Are I we you're talking about it again. Yeah, I'm pretty pissed. Yeah, you seem furious. No, it's okay. Um, anyway. I just got off work, so I'm a little, you know... Your little jazz. Keyed yeah, you up. were writing an email for a while. I'm the keyed up. No, I was, writing, up? A, I was writing a tweet. How many characters do you get? That was a tweet? Well, I, it takes me, I think about it for a minute and I rewrite you it. You think about those tweets? Yeah. Ooh. Oh, okay. okay. All right, whatever. No, okay. okay, tell me about the Super Juniors. I don't want to know what this tweet was. Nothing. There, nothing. Okay, so there was an article <laughs> on Vulture today that a few of the critics did where they had a roundtable discussion of hacks because two of them don't love hacks season mm-hmm. two and one of them does and they had a little roundtable criticism discussion of it and people on Twitter have been losing their minds about it because the hacks fandom is apparently very vicious and very not tolerant of people not liking hacks. Oh no. And so, and I retweeted the story, the initial tweet of the story with a Fran Lebowitz quote about television which is... The quote is, um, what is it? It's uh, something about like if, if, if a zillion people like something, it's usually not very good, mm. which is something that she said about TV in general. That's a really good, because uh, <laughs> if we bring it back to wrestling real quick, um, yeah. WWE is often cited and uh, seems to brag about yeah. and boast about how they are like the most profitable and people will talk about like oh they're you know they they know how to appeal to like a, a large audience because like this stuff that like AEW does or whatever yeah. is like you know it's too niche or yeah. whatever it just appeals to like and it's like yeah but when you isn't it better to focus on like a specific thing that you're passionate about that you think you're putting on a good mm-hmm. thing like a good piece of art that you care about instead of just like yeah. trying to appeal to the the most the broadest common denominator yeah 
Um, it usually means that your product is kind of shitty. It's a very American way to think. Um, it is. But it it's, is, uh, yeah. Yeah, I loved the first season of Hacks. I thought it was I great. I know you did. And I tr- I said that in response to somebody. I said, I don't watch the show. My boyfriend loves it. Yeah. And then they all, and then a bunch of people like, were like, you don't even watch it? And you're criticizing it? And I'm like, at no point did I criticize yeah. or say anything about I Like, literally at no point in this exchange have I made any comments yeah, yeah. about Hacks whatsoever. <laughs> but people on Twitter love to be mad. And people really... We've had this discussion before. People really take criticism of TVs and movies they like as like personal insults. And it's really strange to me. It's why I have trouble um, like criticizing like Star Wars stuff because I'm like, I've devoted so much of my life to this. Yeah. And if this is bad, it means. And to some extent, I understand Star Wars. rational. I understand Star Wars and Marvel a little bit more because those are things people have loved since they were like children. And so having your identity wrapped around it is like a little bit more understandable, even though I do still think it's ridiculous, but like hacks really. Yeah. It's a one (laughs) season long TV show. Like they wrote two seasons of a TV show and now you stand. Yeah. It's really, and it's just like, I mean, it's a really, I think it's a good show. It's, it's just like a regular TV show. It's not like, it's not like there's not really like a, like a, a universe, you know what I mean? You can like, really, it's just like... I love What We Do in the Shadows, as you know. Famously, I'm a huge What We Do in the Shadows fan. But I've met people in real life who... Like, I have friends who don't like the later seasons of What We Do in the Shadows or the show at all. Mm-hmm. I've never fought any of them. I've never been mad at any of them. You yeah, know what I've I mean? I've never fought anybody over Star Wars, but... Yeah, I just like... I don't have that nerd. anger in me, I guess. I don't know. Well, you should. I, I would almost rather just not. Defend us to the death. Like I would almost rather just not even look at somebody who doesn't who hates something I love. You know what I mean? I'd rather well, just be like, I do not see you. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it really is that why you don't look at me. Yeah, it is uh, very funny because um, I we do it. It's not even just like defending the thing that you love. There is. This happens in wrestling a lot too. There's a lot of people who will like criticize something mm-hmm. when they don't even need to. Like I've, yeah. I've just noticed like a lot of, again, if I ever go to the comments on these wrestling news sites that I know I shouldn't look at because, but it's just this thing you can't, sometimes you can't help yourself. But there's a lot of people just like relentlessly shitting on like AEW or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they'll talk about like WWE is like better. And it's like, I mean, if you like WWE better, there's no shortage of it. Yeah. There's literally so much of it. Yeah. There's like seven hours of WWE every week and then more if there's a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. And it's very readily available. You can watch it. It doesn't even matter if it's if I think that it's bad or you're wrong for liking it. It's like, it's there. You don't even have to pay attention. Especially if you're like, oh, AEW or whatever is like this small time bullshit thing. Like they're, you know, minor leagues. They suck or whatever. And it's like, then it should be even easier for you to ignore this there's Mm -hmm. no reason i mean i guess if you just want to pop in and make fun of it or whatever because it's like the highlight of your day then just do it up but yeah um but it's just so funny because it's like you don't even have to worry about this you can just ignore this completely no and i should have i should have probably ignored the twitter people sometimes i get um defensive i guess on twitter but not even it's not even necessarily defensive because i'm not upset that these people are upset at me it's more that like I don't want them to be in pain and like mad at me. Is yeah. that weird? Like it's more of a thing where I want to be like, honey, don't waste your time. I haven't said anything and I'm not going to like, yeah. it's more like me wanting to be like that to people by being like, let this go. Let yeah. this go. It's very Jedi. 
Yeah, that's kind of my approach. I'm like, it's like I'm not. I don't want to fight them. I just want oh, them yeah. to see how they're being unnecessarily worked up. No, this happens all the time with like wrestling fans too. Where it's like you don't need to argue. Like I don't yeah. care. It's fine. Uh, like it's fine. Just, just go take do a breath. the th- yeah. And this have a glass of water. It's funny we're talking about Star Wars fans too because lately it feels like Star Wars fans, uh, they just get mad if you do like it. The Star oh, Wars yeah. fans are so they just loved it. I don't think I've seen anybody any fandom like fans of anything who just more want to shit on something they love than so it seems like well, everything star wars that comes out is just people i mean you know I think there's i guess reasons the for unfor- it, well the unfortunate thing about being a geek of any kind yeah. these days is that when we were growing up if you were into star wars or even like i got made fun of for liking ninja turtles when i was a kid mm. like you used to get made fun of for geeky stuff like that yeah now it's mainstream mm-hmm. and so all these guys who like grew up suffering pain for having for liking this thing are pissed mm-hmm. that kids today get to easily like like it and to them that's not what liking it means it. like yeah it's like to them liking star wars means you are a pariah and if you are not a pariah you don't really like star wars yeah it's like so entrenched in their identities and they um, also were so uh bullied that now they just want to bully somebody else right yeah back. it's but like it, people who uh, start improv theaters you know yeah right like they're just, hoarding you know they're hoarding all the acceptance that they didn't get as kids that's true also it's uh with star wars and with everything really now there's so much more of it than there used to be it mm-hmm. used to be if you like star wars there were like one to three movies depending yeah. on when yeah. if you were a kid growing up in like the eighties, mm-hmm. there was just at the at the height of it, there were three movies and then a bunch of books. Yeah, and um and you could just you know, but now there's just so honestly, so much of it. So and honestly, like some of like to bring it back to wrestling, I could see wrestling. I could see that being part of why people are mad at AEW. I could see that being like a thing wrestling fans do too. Like if wrestling got more mainstream mm-hmm. and was like more you know liked by normies. I could see the same reaction happening. Where, which is funny because actually, though they point to WWE as being the one, like the people who are critical of AEW often point to WWE as being the correct one, the good one, because it does appeal to normies. Yeah, the casual fan, as they say, the mm. casual fan is the one that everybody talks about as like this is the people that you want. And if you're not appealing to them, then you're bad. Yeah, but the casual fan is usually like this: is the thing where it's like it's not necessarily bad. I mean, ultimately, the show is for children. So it's like, at its heart, it's best when it's like very... It's the same thing with Star Wars. It's best when it's simple and easy to follow and you can get emotionally invested in it. Yeah. But it is also just like, I could see the AEW thing being like guys who know about WWE or they follow WWE. They don't want to have to follow another thing. They want to be a wrestling fan without having to wrestle with like different... Remotes. Pr- prom- remotes, promotions, <laughs> yeah, ethos. Like they just want it to be the same because it's what they've built their identity around, and everyone's just defending their identity. It might be it's just a war of nations. I've become a lot more chill since I realized most arguments are just people defending their own identity. It really is truly just that. Even like it could be anything like stupid, like pop culture yeah. bullshit, like this, like political arguments. Usually yeah, it's all like it's just people yeah. trying to defend who they are. Yeah. And not about the actual argument. Yeah. Anyway, sorry I got all meta. That's fine. I was, but that's why I was keyed up on Twitter because I hey, got sucked into. Sometimes you get keyed up. I got sucked into it, um, but I didn't mean to detract from the Super Juniors, and I feel bad. And I want to issue an apology to the Super Juniors. You guys are so super and so junior that you know I can't wait to hear all about you. Little guys running the around. Little guys. 
running around, having a mm-hmm. having fun, having a ball. Having and they having did. You know what? Yeah. Look, I watched the entire best of the Super Juniors tournament. Ninety wrestling matches over like two and a half weeks. Mm-hmm. This is the same format as the G one, except that's the heavyweight tournament. This is the junior heavyweight tournament. Um, and it's the same thing. Two blocks, 10 guys. Everybody has nine matches. Everybody wrestles everybody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the winner, then you get points. So two point, there's two points at stake in every match. I can already see your eyes glazing over. Two yeah. points at stake no, in every okay. match. Uh, if you win, you get the two points. If you lose, you don't get any points. If there's a draw of any kind, each person gets one point. Mm-hmm. The person who leads each block at the end is two blocks. They win and they face each other in the finals. Mm-hmm. Um, and that'll be like the first unique match of the tournament because they will have not wrestled prior to that. Yeah. Um, and it was a hell of a journey, you know? I watched it. Um, watched a lot of it working at the gym. Uh, and it was uh, it was great. It was, it was enjoyable. Uh, they did really it, treat it a lot like a did sport. Did it motivate you to work out harder? Um, sometimes. You know, it's funny because when you're doing like cardio and you're watching this stuff... Mm-hmm. It can either like really get you pumped up, especially when it's like fast paced and like exciting, or if it's like a slower match, mm-hmm. it can just make you more tired. Yeah, uh, and it's really it, that can that can hurt. Um, but it was fun. But it was a fun journey. Uh, it came down to the same tournament final as they did two years ago, mm-hmm. which is Hiromu Takahashi versus El Desperado. Hiromu is like the ace of the junior heavyweight division. There, he's like one of the biggest stars in the company. And oh he, boy. He has been, uh, what is he, he won, He was going for his fourth overall tournament win and his third in a row. Nobody had ever won four mm-hmm. overall and nobody had ever won three in a row. And then Desperado is one of the, like, even though I think he's a little bit older than Hiromu, he is um, one of, like, the rising stars in New Japan and, like, he's been a big junior heavyweight star for them for the last, like, two years. Mm-hmm. And he this was going for his first tournament win yeah. Uh, after having a great tournament and main eventing most of the shows, uh, and I really wanted him to win, and I love Desperado, and I think he's like probably one of my favorite wrestlers in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and he did not win, and Hiromu won again, which I was kind of expecting, and I'm like, I kind of get it, I guess, if you have this opportunity to have him have this like huge milestone, I guess go for it, but I never want to see him in, like the, I never want to see him win this tournament again, because it's completely insane at this point. Um, yeah. How many times did you say he's won? Four. Four times. Yeah, wow. so it's four years. So it's five. The, he won 2018. He was injured in 2019 because he like broke his neck. Yeah, so he's like and the president. He's, he's four years yeah. of reigning champion. There's a reason why we have term limits. Yeah. So we have term limits. So Desperado, I really wanted to win because this is like a big thing. And if you don't win, then you have to like do the whole thing again. Mm. Um, But... You know, but it was still but if great. If you do win, you don't have to do the whole thing again. No, you can do the whole. It's sort of like um, the way New Japan treats these tournaments are like they have like the championship belts that are actively defended, but then they also mm-hmm. these tournaments are almost like a, any other sport. You know, how it's I like see. yeah, like baseball or football. There's like a you play a tournament to win a championship, like right. a golf championship or whatever. Mm-hmm. I know um, how championships work. Yeah, exactly. So it's I know like, about the concept of competition. Just elaborating, mm-hmm. but they. Uh, but yeah, that's like winning it is like as important as winning the championships. And if you have, um, and if you've done that, it's like a big milestone. But and so some some people like Hiromu win it a bunch of times. Some people win it once. Some people don't win it at all. So I don't know if Desperado is gonna 
try again next year. Um, but and sometimes junior heavyweights will move up to the heavyweight division. Mm. Um, when they grow up. When they grow up, yeah, yeah. Um, that's best. It's just best of the supers. Wow, best of the superintendents. The guys. I was going to say yeah, yeah, yeah. they come and fix sinks. Yeah, they just come in and fix sinks. Um, stuff that you're like, I don't know, I can't figure it out, and then they will just like fix it really easily, and you're yeah. just like, oh, yeah. shit. Best, and they are the best. They're the best the of the supers. Um, but yeah, you know, look, I think you should check it out. Their tournament final was fantastic. Well, um, they already know what happens now. You spoiled yeah, but it. It's still good though. Check yeah, it out next but... year. But the G one's starting in a couple of weeks in July, so you got a month until that one starts. So try to keep up with that. Yeah, get back into it, guys. Get, get back into, into it. it. Get into it. Get involved. Get involved. Your life this is, is the passing most you by. Important thing you can get involved with. Life is passing you by as we speak. Yeah. Don't go to your grave not knowing about the super juniors. Yes. Okay. What's next on the agenda? Okay, so WWE had a lot of shit happen. Um, Did they? They had two like pay-per-view things this weekend. They had NXT, Hell in a Cell and they had NXT, right? NXT in your house and the Saturday. And NXT then, in my house? You had them here? Yeah, I don't, it's okay. It's fine. You didn't tell me you were having people over. You had a wrestling match in the living room. You didn't tell me you were having people over. It's okay. We well, can't do that. These floors are 100 years old and they've never been restored. You can't have people jumping on them. All right. Anyway, so. Truly, if someone jumped on our floors, they would fall through. Yeah. There our are floors 100 are year old strong. wood floors with like nothing. We live in a very old, not renovated building. Um, okay. So, uh, Hell in the Cell and NXT in your house. Yeah. So, did you watch both of them? I, of course, I did. Oh, good. Because why not? Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to bang out half of NXT at the gym. So, that was good. Mm. Uh, and, uh, you know. A thing that used to that used to be when they would have these NXT pay-per-views on the same weekends as the WWE like main roster pay-per-views mm-hmm. is that the NXT shows that almost always like outshine the WWE like the main roster shows they would be like much better yeah because they're booked they're booked better and the characters make more sense and there's like the matches were usually better um and they figured out how to fix that to make the the main roster shows better than the NXT shows. Mm-hmm. They just they didn't make the main roster like better or take lessons from NXT that were working. They just made NXT like worse. Oh yeah, yeah. So that that makes sense. And it wasn't a bad show. It's NXT, like when you hang out with someone ugly, so you look hot. Yeah, right? yeah. Um. So why you always keep asking me to go places with you? <laughs> no, just shut up. Just come with me. It's fine. Just come with me. All right. Okay. I'm going to be thinking about it now. No, it's fine. Just stand right next to me. Maybe make your face level with my face when we go places. Okay. It looks weird, though. It's awkward. All right. Anyway. NXT in your house was a a totally fine little, fun little, cute show. Um, It... It's still like... Like, there's still, like, consistent characters and stories. The matches are worked in, like, a usually a specific way they're in like an intimate venue while they are going to start touring with nxt um but you know they're just like it's just kind of like mid 90s like solid wrestling solid style wrestling it's a bit very reminiscent of wwe's like new generation era is that like mean like less like less like complicated stunts yeah basically a lot of them are like pretty straightforward um which is fine. It's not like an invalid way to wrestle. It's honestly probably a smarter way to do it, but it's just, you know, less interesting sometimes or it's just yeah. simple. But it was 
you know, people were into it for the most part. Um, they had these guys, the Creed Brothers, win their tag team titles, uh, mm. which was which was fun. But the crowd was really into it, and they're it's actually funny because you can you can see the ways in which NXT is still NXT, and the main roster is still regular ass WWE. They had these like these guys had their families there. Mm like their parents or whatever and the whole crowd was like for them and they made it like a big moment for them when they won the titles and then mustafa ali who is has been trying to get released from the company who they didn't let him go and he's still there had a title shot in his hometown of chicago with his family there with special gear made and he lost oh like cleanly no bullshit against a dastardly little heel and it's just a so dastardly little heel. And it's so funny because it's just like the most WWE thing in the world. Is that that heels gimmick? Dastardly. I wish. Dast- I wish. My no, th- his name is just Theory. His Theory. It used to be Austin Theory, and then they had an edict. Oh, where, I remember Austin Theory. Yeah, they had an edict where they were like, you can't use any name that like this. Actually, doesn't even fall into that because it's like you can't use anything that's your real name. I think his real name is Austin. And you can't use anything you used like before you were in WWE. Mm. But his name was Austin Theory, so they kept the theory. Usually, it's like they'll change part of it or whatever. I don't know. But yeah. they just got rid of it, so his name is just Theory, which I think is dumb. But also, there used to be a wrestler named Test, mm. and I didn't question it at all. Yeah. So well, Theory is also the name of a fancy clothing brand. So yeah. So maybe that's it's. Uh, I wonder if he wears fancy, expensive women's clothing. Maybe. That's fun. I don't know anything That's about uh, well, him outside the ring. Well, I'm sorry to Mustafa Ali. That really stinks. It really did suck. And you could like, it was just like a thing where I know they don't have any plans for that title anyway. Mm-hmm. So they could have just had this big fun moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then they just like didn't. And I don't know if it's, it's, it's like to punish him because he tried to leave or they do it to everybody though. If mm-hmm. WWE, if you're in your hometown, they'll make a big deal out of it and you will almost exclusively lose. So everyone tunes in next week to see you get revenge because it's your hometown. So they're vest- they're invested in it. Yeah, I don't think they think that far ahead, though, because they usually don't have the revenge happen. It's usually mm. just, like, nothing. Oh, just okay. It kind of dissipates. Um, but it was... Uh, but anyway, NXT was, like, a, a fun little show. Um, Braun Breaker is definitely mostly uh, wrestling that John Cena main event style where he just, like, is powerful in the beginning, gets his ass kicked for, like, 90% of it, and then makes a comeback and mm. wins. It was a little, this booked a little better than that, though, because they had, like, a thing where if he, if he got disqualified, he would lose the title. So this guy, Joe Gacy, who was, like, the woke guy, mm-hmm. um, but now his character's kind of devolved into just being, like, sort of a weird cult leader, and he has, like, hooded druids with him. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of doesn't really, it's kind of, like, nebulously nothing now. Yeah, everyone has hooded druids with them. Yeah, especially when you're woke. Yeah. Uh, and he, but anyway, it was. I never leave home without my hooded druids. You know me. Yeah. Hey, guys. I um, I went to work without my hooded druid today, and you know what happened? I saw a dying rat on the stairs. That's true. Of the subway. There was and a dying rat. It wasn't fully dead. You thought it, it was, was dead, right? I thought it was dead, and you get closer to it, and it moves a little bit, and you realize it's dying, and there's nothing you can do for it, because my hooded druid wasn't with me. God, if my hooded druid had been with me, they could have you know, picked it up and flung it against a wall, like <laughs> the kinda... mer- and get, d- given it the mercy of, of death. Yeah. Me, I just left. Yeah. For all I know, he's still there. I mean, that rat... I'm surprised that rat didn't try to tell you something. Come closer. <laughs> That's, that is kind of yeah. what uh, it was doing. Come closer. It, yeah, it was kind of doing a little bit of a... Puke. Uh, and that made me feel bad. But it's a rat. So we shouldn't... Um, Mourn too heavily? No, we shouldn't feel sorry for it at all. Okay, well... Uh, okay. Because it's vermin. 
Okay. We should eradicate them. Okay. All right. Get it? Eradicate? Oh, God. There is a Pokemon named Radicate. I know. I have played Pokemon Go. Oh, that's true. You have. I am very well versed. Oh, well, you know what? I'm going to gatekeep you because you haven't spent time with the games. You only only played this mainstream ass bullshit ass shit. No, the gate. Um, I actually did play Pokemon on Game Boy when I was in choir in 1998. So let's 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 shut the hell up. How about? Whoa. Let's shut the hell up. You're doing a little 1998 snap. I'm doing a snap and I'm telling you to shut the hell up. Oh my God, because you couldn't say fuck in 1998 because you were too young. I didn't want to say fuck because it's a podcast. Oh, sorry. Can you bleep it? Well, no, because we both said fuck. Oh, you can only bleep it if it happens once. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. It's over now. I won't say it again. Um, All right. What were we just talking about? NXT, but it was a fine little whatever. Um, but yeah, it's not not up to like the takeover standards, but it's fine. So then we had WWE Hell in a Cell, which um, was it? Well, yeah, actually. So just to quickly say, this pay per view is like. Uh, well, we'll just talk about the important thing first, in case we run out of time. Um, the it was because watching this, I was like, oh, this is like a modern day classic already, and it was Ooh. because of just the main event, which is a Hell in a Cell match between Cody Rhodes and Seth freaking Rollins. Oh, yeah, the freaking Reekin. And, uh, That's the name of a restaurant up the street. Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, go ahead. Um, but uh, Cody, they were he was supposed to be on like a show, like a live event, and they were like, oh, he's injured, so he can't wrestle, but he was like still made an appearance there, and people were like, is he injured? And he was like tweeting that he was ready to go for mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell, and then they reported that he partially tore his uh, pectoral muscle, Mm. Um, in like an altercation with Seth Rollins on Raw or something. Oh no! And then he was lifting on, uh, you know, weight training uh, a couple days before it, and he completely tore his pec, oh, which is like man. a brutal injury. Yeah. Um, and he wrestled like that without a pec. Wrestled without a pec. One pec down. And normally I would be like, maybe they're exaggerating this, but. When he got there, he took off his little like entrance coat, and mm-hmm. it was just so black and blue. Oh man! And got like worse throughout the match. I can't even believe they let him do it. Well, I can't even imagine how many painkillers he was probably on to do that. He probably was because he was. But they wrestled. I mean, a hell of a match, and he did pretty much everything you would still do. But they had the added story element of him trying to protect it, and Seth Rollins going after it, and him being mm. like down. But he's. They had a great match. Cody, you know, Cody came out on top, but it was. Even though you know the the ending, I still highly recommend it. Watching this, I was like, "This is like legendary." Oh, um, yeah. I hope other people don't try to do it though, and like, because it's probably not good to work through injuries like that on a regular basis. But no, I don't think it's good at all. I I think you'd be hard pressed to find a doctor who'll tell you to do like anything. Oh, you ripped a pec. Go out and wrestle. Yeah. They would tell you to like not move it at all. Yeah, I, I think they would be like, "No, come to the hospital." Yeah, now. <laughs> Hurry. So, hur- yeah. What are you doing there? You're injured and in pain. Yeah, come here. Quickly. That's what this is for. Do you need a ride? <laughs> we have a thing that can come get you. Yeah. We want you to we're the hospital. We yeah. want you to come here. Yeah. This is why we exist. Please. I I don't think they would be very into the the wrestling of but it. but he did um, but he did he took whatever was, they gave him whatever that wwe doctor was willing to 
<laughs> give him a handful of. And he, he took uh, and he went out there and he powered through. And he did. And they had a hell of a match and he was very, uh, I mean, he did a great job and it sucks he's going to have to like miss potentially a couple of months now and he just mm. came back. Oh man, this is like, there's another story like this you could lead into from here. Well, he's, um, um, he's, uh, so he's gone for a while and he was supposed to probably win the money in the bank briefcase, mm. but I think this got him more credit than that. Like when he comes back, he's going to be like mm-hmm. a hero. Super over. Yeah. 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 Super junior. Super junior and over. he's going to be, um, and it's going to be great. Uh, but luckily Seth Rollins attacked him on raw, um, and beat him up so they can have a fourth match. Oh, when good. When he comes back. Um, Oh, but I don't. I don't know the order in which you're going to do things. But are you going to talk about the other guy who's injured? Well, there's there are a lot of injuries. Oh, um, well, I'm just thinking of the one I watched with you, the speech. Uh, also, just real quick um, about Hell in a Cell. Oh yeah, Hell in a Cell. Um, the women's title match was great. The Bianca Belair, Becky Lynch, Oscar. Oh, triple I saw threat part match. of that. Becky yeah. looked awesome. I liked Becky's look. Her yeah, evil look is like very good. She's just like going insane. And I like her story of being like, I hit rock bottom after I lost the title. But the good thing about that is there's no place to go but up. And yeah. I'm going to, you know, she's just kind of going crazy. Uh huh. So yeah, no, that was a great match. It's also very funny because like for her to be like, I hit rock bottom after I lost the title. And it's like, you mean when you had like your baby and stuff? Or yeah. like, like what? It's Ma'am, gr- your life is full. It's great because this little baby, both of her parents are like the shittiest heels yeah. on the show right now. It's really these evil people. They're like, we have nothing in yeah. our lives now that we've lost the title. Yeah. Now that I've lost the title, I have nothing. I'm rock bottom as her husband and child look on. Anyway. Well, her husband is also... An evil piece of shit yeah. on the show. But isn't he the universe? No, no, he's no. He's Seth Rollins. He's Seth Rollins. He's Seth It's Roman Rollins. Reigns you're thinking of. I the guy who looks like Seth Rollins. I once again got him confused. No. Roman Reigns is a father, but his wife is not a wrestler. Um, but he's a father. Yes. I don't know what his wife does, but... Um, oh, she's like an accountant or something. I maybe. Bet. I don't know. That'd be really funny if her wrestler's wife was like... To. I know. I just AJ to... Styles' wife is, is a teacher. That's pretty great. Yeah. I bet she, all her students respect her so much. Yeah. Oh, my God. Can you imagine? Oh, oh my God. I would be so... If AJ Styles... If I was a little kid and a wrestler I liked's wife was my teacher, I don't even know what I would do. What, what would you do if she was like, John, if you don't sit down, I'm going to tell my husband that you're a real <gasps> pill. No. Yeah. See, I wonder if she can do that. If she can be like... You're a pill? Yeah. If I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell AJ that you were being a pill today. No. Not AJ, not the phenomenal one. I'm gonna tell him, and he's gonna he's gonna tell me what he thinks about you, and, <gasps> I, and I will have to share that. No, with the whole class. I want him to respect me. Yeah, exactly. So, if somebody better... when I was a kid had told Stone Cold Steve Austin that I was a pill, I would have been mortified. Yeah. So you better sit down and shut up and eat your crayons. <laughs> I have a question about the curriculum. <laughs> No questions. Eat the crayons. Oh, why is uh, why is Tim Robinson our teacher? <laughs> uh, anyway, but yeah, the other guy that got hurt. There's a lot of injuries right well, now. Becky looks great. She's not injured. That's good. She's not injured. Oscar's not injured. Bianca Belair's injured. Who else got hurt? Another big time injury. Uh, you big time CM Punk. We watched this together. I alerted you to this story. You did. You this did alert me. This is a rare me. podcast first. Ew, ew. 
That's the noise that he's going to make when we have a podcast first. Yep. And this podcast first was that I came to you and said, John. There's a tweet. There's a tweet from CM Punk when he says he's he says he's going to talk live on AEW tonight. And you were like, I don't even think I care about CM Punk anymore. You were no. like, I don't even care about this. And I'm not interested. I like, probably just finished only... watching like 15 best of the Super Juniors matches. I'm joking. You did not say this, but no, I, I it's funny that you're admitting that you could have. Well, sometimes I just don't want to watch Rampage live because it's on late. And I just like don't know if I want to. But um, we ended up watching not only Rampage, but didn't we watch, watch um, half of SmackDown? We watched half of waiting. SmackDown. And uh, I mean, it was fine. Um yeah, it was fine. It was so weird watching SmackDown again because I'm like, I watch a lot of wrestling, but none of it looks like this now, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it was fine. What, what do you mean? How does it look different? I just, like, I don't know. Just like the, the I, it's kind of hard to describe just the way the cameras look or like the angles that they use or whatever. It just looks a little bit, it just has like a certain aesthetic that they, a presentation to it that they. Would you say it's like more of like an active thing? Like the camera moves more? I mean, WWE has like way more cuts and stuff. Like New Japan, which is what I had been watching the most of at that point, is pretty stat. Like they um they have different cameras and angles, but they like very much just like focus on the match. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they just kind of like have an angle and they move the camera when they need to. WWE is constant cuts. It never stays on anything yeah. for too long. I they do the shaky that. cam too. Because remember when we, when we saw, I think it was that SmackDown we were watching last mm-hmm. week um, where that girl hit her head, it looked like. Oh yeah, like. Aaliyah. It looked like she Aaliyah looked like head. she landed bad on her head. Yeah. And we were like trying to see her like if, if she was like okay. Mm-hmm. But the camera was cutting around so much it was like impossible to even understand where she would have been in the space. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was and, very intense. It's a lot. Uh, and they also had that thing where Shinsuke Nakamura looked like he was hurt, but I think it was just an angle, but they did the X. Oh, yeah, they did the which X. Which is the X symbol that the referee does. You it told me about that, that a, so a I real, knew. Yeah. yeah, it means that it's a real uh, thing, um, a real injury. And I just, I, I mean, it's 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 a cool way to fool people, but I do, it does make me worry a little bit. You know, I don't want people, yeah. I don't want them to like get too loose with it because then maybe somebody will get hurt yeah. for real and then we won't know. On that behalf of the section captains, you are going to file a complaint. I will. Yeah, I will be filing a formal, um, uh, a safety complaint. Yeah, a safety. Um, yeah, I was trying to think of another word, but a complaint is fine. Uh, but CM Punk, big time CM Punk, literally just won the AW World Title. Mm-hmm. Was it last weekend? I guess so. Yeah. Um, or no, that week, just over a week ago. Mm-hmm. It was a week before Hell in a Cell. Uh, when they a double or nothing, he won the world title. Uh, and it was a great moment, but, and he wrestled on Dynamite, trios match, him and FTR uh, were in a trios match, and they, and he apparently broke his foot, and he had to yeah. say that he broke his foot, and it was an emotional speech that he did, uh, and he's got to get surgery. And you I guess can wrestle like without option. a peck, but not a foot, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. Apparently. Um, I did see some people, like, trying to be like, oh, he sucks, because he's... CM Punk is one of the most divisive mm. wrestlers. People either like absolutely love him and he's like one of their favorite wrestlers or people fuck, you know, like despise him. Yeah. Just absolutely despise him. I could see that. He has, yeah, he's, he's a strong... I feel like that's true whenever you have somebody who's like a strong-willed, you know, person with opinions. Yes. Like he has. You know, you're always going to have a, a, a heated divide there. People are going to have strong feelings about you. Yeah. Um... 
I think that's exactly what it is. It's also part of the punk ethos. I mean, I feel like being a punk means people have strong feelings about you. Yeah, and they don't necessarily like to conform or whatever. Yeah, because like, yeah, you go against the grain. Yeah. You're hobbling around out there trying to wrestle without a foot. Yeah. And you got opinions on music, too. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I just see some people like saying like, oh, Cody wrestled and Punk won't do it or something. But I don't, I mean. Cody was again, down a boob. Yeah, I feel like it's hard to balance. And well, I mean, not even comparing the injuries. I just feel like it's, I mean. I, I, I respect the Cody a lot. Because uh, Cody is like, yeah, okay. His boob hurt. CM Punk doesn't have a foot. It's true. You can't, it's really hard you need to. your foot. Yeah, it's hard to balance. And you're only going to, because you, know, you have to like put the weight on the foot. Yeah. And I have a feeling at some point you're going to have to jump. Yeah, probably a lot. Probably Especially a lot. as the world champion. This was one match yeah. that Cody did um, that he was able to like gut through, uh, whereas Punk would have to be wrestling on like a regular schedule. Yeah. It's not like one match that he was going to do. It would he be- was looking at like a, a career and he needs to take time off. Also, it's like bad enough that he said he has to have surgery, so it doesn't seem like it's yeah. just a straightforward like toe break. Because usually a broken bone, you just set it and yeah. just wait for it to heal. Yeah, but this is like they're going to have to like do something. Yeah. So there's um, something. It would have been very funny though if he did just have a big boot mm-hmm. and like just stood in the middle of the ring and just fought guys with just yeah. his arms. I will not jump. Yeah, <laughs> like doesn't even move. Yeah, just makes them come to him. They would have to. They'd have to yeah. come to him because they'd have to try and pin him. So it's mm-hmm. just a try and pin this man with a broken foot game. It's the waiting game. Yep. Um, and. Well, but anyway, but yeah, he's he would be looking at multiple matches, so there's no real way to get through this. No. Uh, but he normally would take the title off of somebody in this situation, but he said Tony Khan refused to. Uh, it's CM Punk. He yeah. probably doesn't want to disappoint Punk's loyal fans. Yeah, so he's going to keep the title. And then- also, I imagine that you know, I you expressed displeasure with that decision when it happened. Well, I didn't. Dis- it wasn't the. Um, the decision. I was actually kind of happy that he was keeping the title. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been sad for him to like have to relinquish it immediately. Yeah. Well, because also that. Yeah. When we were talking about this, I got to thinking, and I'm like, I bet it's also a thing because like he's old enough that if you had him relinquish the title to go have surgery, it would might maybe might make people think he's not coming back. Yeah, I think it would be like sa- I would have been sadder if he had to because really, I'm like, is he done? Yeah. Yeah. But it would be really, really tragic yeah so if he keeps the title it's much more hopeful like okay he's gonna right. come back everything's gonna be fine yeah yeah it's gonna, um, he's gonna be fine if he's gonna come back gonna everything's gonna be fine yeah yeah um but he uh but the thing i was annoyed with is the interim championship mm-hmm. which is a thing that tony khan has kind of taken from like mma and i think it's just because i have like ocd because you're not like technically officially the champion mm-hmm. you're an interim champion it's just something to do yeah and so it's it'll be fine i think it's a good idea actually in this case Oh, um, you've changed your tune. But normally I hate interim championships. But they, I the night that when they I announced, know, I, was the, I was next to you when they announced the interim championship. And folks, you would have thought this man had goat cheese in his sandwich. Oh boy, he was furious. He hates goat cheese. I know he at least one listener is going to laugh at this. Uh, he was audibly shrieking with fury and rage. Yeah, I was pretty not happy about it. Yeah. But now you've decided it's fine. Well, they're going to have John Moxley on Dynamite face the winner of a battle royal. Mm -hmm. And then at New Japan's uh, big like pay-per-view event on this Sunday, I think, Mm -hmm. Dominion, they're Mm -hmm. going to have 
because originally the, at Forbidden Door, the New Japan versus AEW pay per view, they were going to have Hiroshi Tanahashi, who was like a legend of New Japan, mm-hmm. uh, like the John Cena of New Japan. He was supposed to face CM Punk for the AEW World Title. So now it's going to be Tanahashi versus this guy Hiroki Goto. Um, oh, and they're Goto. The win- Goto. I, like that. Yeah. I like that name. When you're in doubt, you go to Goto. Oh, is that what he says? No. Oh, but he should though. Um, no, Goto's cool. He's like got like a samurai kind of a gimmick. Goto sounds Yo, like a, Goto. Sounds like yeah. a cool like frat guy name. Oh, yeah, I'm hanging out with Goto. Yeah, Goto and Peach. Yeah, and Goto and Spooge. <laughs> um, we like Goto. We like Goto, but uh, Tanahashi's gonna win because it's the winner of that match versus the winner of the John Moxley versus Battle Royal person uh, mm. at the Forbidden Door pay per view, and the winner will be the interim AEW World Champion. Almost mm. certainly, it'll be John Moxley, which I think is a good choice. Um, but on the outside chance that it's Tanahashi, that would be awesome to have Tanahashi just like stick around in AEW for a couple of months and be the world champion. And then oh, yeah. you have a guaranteed match versus uh, for whoever's the interim champion versus CM Punk when he comes back, which right. could be John Moxley versus CM Punk, which John Moxley fully realized potential having now be, being, been away from WWE and being able to like mm-hmm. be himself and having fantastic matches and having a great character versus like happy CM Punk right. who's really invested I think will be a fantastic match and also Tanahashi said he wants to have the CM Punk match at Wrestle Kingdom mm. which is New Japan's like Wrestlemania event mm-hmm. it's their biggest show and they do it in the Tokyo Dome mm, um, that sounds it, really cool no it would be great uh, and he's so that would be great if they do that. So there's silver linings. Things are looking up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we wish a speedy recovery to Cody Rhodes and CM Punk and everybody else that's hurt. Um, and uh, what? And also another AEW thing that happened. Hmm. This MJF promo. <gasps> oh, the MJF promo. Good Lord. Oh, that turd. I mean, so I don't even that know anymore. That turd. I thought... Yeah, look, I got to give it... Shout out to my buddy Tommy, who he he called it that it was probably a work the whole time. I still don't know if it's like if there if there were seeds of a, of a, of a shoot in here somewhere that he was really. Mm-hmm. But the timing of this, I'm wondering if they if this has been an angle the whole time because he started doing these interviews where he was talking about getting more money, like right as Cody was doing the same thing for real, mm-hmm. or like there were rumors of that. Oh. And then Cody wanted to go to WWE, and he's been like actually saying he would go to WWE. And then uh, this whole thing where he no showed stuff, mm-hmm. and he's taken off the AEW roster page, and all this stuff like that's happening now. His merchandise has been pulled. Wow, it's eerily reminiscent of the Sasha Banks Naomi thing. Yeah, so I'm wondering if this is just a master plan this whole time. Wait, his his stuff is off the store now too. Yeah, like currently. Yeah. What? When did that happen? Uh, recently, after the promo, and apparently oh. there's like an edict now with uh, that I'm hearing rumors of with um, what is it, uh, Warner Brothers Discovery or whatever the the company is now yeah. called that they're like you don't mention him, you don't talk about him about MJF. Wow. So I'm like, you don't mention him, you don't talk about you don't him. Talk about him in front of me. Welcome to the Discovery Channel. Do not talk about I'm him. I'm Giuseppe Discovery. Today we're gonna Discovery. Learn about, it's with an I at the end. Today we're gonna learn about cheetahs and how fast they go. Do not bring up MJF. Yeah, it's Shark Week and nothing else. You understand me? <laughs> if one of you little bastards says anything about Burberry scarves, 
I swear to God. <laughs> I swear. Um, Maron. Uh, it would but- be funny if it, they were somehow doing some kind of commentary on Sasha and Naomi. That yeah, really I don't. Interesting. I don't know, but he that. But it seemed. Like the promo that he gave, I think there's some elements of shooting to this because I didn't even hear, the, I didn't it, hear the whole promo. It seemed to be based in real because it's very reminiscent of his CM of his hero CM Punk's promo that you have seen, yeah, uh-huh. where he referenced real things that he was really mad at, yeah, uh, and it was based in real emotion, right? Uh, so it feels like MJF was pissed about these things, uh-huh. and it does seem like it's a real thing that they're drawing from, and they just let him go to town. Yeah, um, I I was seeing some rumors that they thought that maybe he looked a little too good and and made AEW look like not cool as a promotion because of things where he was like, you're bringing in all these w- ex WWE guys and paying them a bunch and people are like cheering him, yeah. so it makes it almost look like they shouldn't like they're doing things that are wrong. But I kind of think yeah. it's good for them to fo- acknowledge the things that people are critical of and then like I don't know work on them or whatever. But yeah, well, it, yeah, and they're also working it into a story that exactly. Way, so cool. it's like, uh, and I think you know they utilize people better than WWE tends to anyway. So it's like yeah. it's fine. But the MJF thing was like one of the best promos I've seen, and he was just he called Tony Khan an effing mark, uh, and said that he should he shouldn't be promoting. He should be like in the stands with the fans because that's a criticism a lot of people have of Tony Khan is that he's like just a fan who has money. They call him a money mark. So it's like you don't know anything about. Uh, you How don't know dare anything. this guy who loves wrestling? I know it's incredible. Want to do a wrestling show? I know. Leave that to the people who hate wrestling. Truly, that's like what they mean. Isn't that <laughs> Leave nuts? Leave the business decisions to the people who do not enjoy this art form. That's like a very old school wrestling mentality where it's like, you know, you, you have to like kind of not give a shit about it. And if you care, if you like it too much, then you're like a mark for it. And uh-huh. then you don't, you don't like you don't have respect or so it's like you have to hate it you have to hate it a little bit and it's the, bizarre and it's funny because that speaks so clearly to what you always say about wwe which is that they hate their audience because oh, implicit, implicit oh my, my wire was freaking out no they um, see they're silencing you but implicit in that logic is the notion that anyone who likes it is a mark so mm-hmm. your whole audience are just idiot marks that you don't like yeah or respect and there are absolutely wwe probably thinks and there's also like a lot of promoters like stereotypical wrestling pro who think that and it's uh-huh. like william regal talked about this on chris jericho's podcast where he's like i hate the word mark uh-huh. because it's like derogatory and disrespectful it's yeah. so like these are the people that have not only given you their money they've given you their time which is more valuable than their money yeah they, they're giving you they're choosing to give you their time to watch yeah, your craft. You give them hours and hours yes. and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours we'll and hours and hours. We'll hang out at some point. Don't worry. <laughs> Best of Super Junior's over. I have a month to hang out with you now. Yeah. So the well, starts. you know what else that kind of speaks to? I feel like that's probably... It seems like that would be a consequence of the change in kayfabe. Mm. And like... The acknowledgement of it. Yeah, because to acknowledge that wrestling is not quote-unquote real... Mm-hmm is to acknowledge that you are doing theater. Yeah. Which is a little bit gayer. Let's be For honest. Sure. For sure. When when those guys think about that, they probably think, I don't want to be, you know, doing theater. Yeah. This got- is a trick we're pulling on the audience. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like like for an audience to know that it's fake and to not be marks therefore 
is to just be doing theater. And I think those guys are probably just those so probably a lot of insecure about and, it. Yeah, and yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're probably um, just like, no, this is a real sport and you're an idiot who believes it. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm also going to physically assault you if you say that it's fake. Yeah. Um, as I have been, I think, regaling you with tales of wrestlers hitting um, you have, journalists and stuff. You have. The famous, made me uh, very uninterested in, in... Interviewing wrestlers. Interviewing wrestlers in I person. I think most of them are much chiller now. Yeah. This are, these are like old school dudes that were like, yeah. you didn't... Right. Say, the, the guy, this guy, Dave Schultz, who slapped John Stossel so hard that he like went deaf in one ear. Yeah. See, that um, I would be very upset Even about. Hulk Hogan did that because he... Um, Richard... Is it Richard Belzer? He had a he had a talk show and they were promoting Rus- him and he and Mr. T were on there promoting WrestleMania one. Yeah. And uh Richard Belzer was making fun of wrestling, calling it fake, and Hogan like put him in a in a real like chokehold. Yeah. And almost immediately knocked him out with Ooh. it. Which is bad because when you do that, it's like yeah, you're, you're cutting, cutting off, off the, the blood flow. The jugular, yeah. Yeah. And so it's like and he just dropped him. And he like hit his head. Ooh. And then he had a Bruce Belzer came out and was like, that was fucked up that he did. Like the next week, he yeah. was like, that, that is fucked up that he did that. And so, see, I would and that love was like the biggest star in the world. I would love to get like, you know, some kind of playful, light, you know, you, you know, it would be cool if like Becky Lynch or somebody like hit me in a, in a fun way. You know what I mean? Like, not in a way that's going to like permanently. You want to talk body. about toxic wrestling fans and things that they have thought. I'm just saying, if I was interviewing Becky Lynch, <laughs> how many people? <laughs> if I was interviewing Becky Lynch and she like, and I said something and she was like, "What are you saying?" And what then you she, saying about "What me? are you saying about me?" And then she like smacked me across the face. No, not even that would be too much. Um, maybe does something like uh, picks me up and. <laughs> puts me on the ground or something i'd be like oh that's cool <laughs> describing a lot of people's fantasies <laughs> like, oh if becky lynch, well i think you lynch slapped me across the face no well i would beggy lynch slapped me across the face uh, she'd probably knock me out i wasn't trying to sexualize i know her. you weren't i was just kidding i was using funny, her uh, as an example because it wouldn't be fun from a guy wrestler because it would be like ew don't well, pretend be, to be yeah me it would be very yeah, yeah. Well, Becky like Lynch also actually at the same time. Becky Lynch also, I believe, did has like a theater degree, so she would probably be willing wow. to play along in a in a that would be really fun in a bit. That would be fun. I would love to do a bit with Becky Lynch someday. Yeah, but you know who I'd love to do a bit with more. Sasha Banks watch. Sasha Banks watch. So I haven't seen really much else about Sasha Banks. She's pretty silent still. Yeah, I've been looking once in a while. Bianca Belair did was asked in an interview about that situation with her and Naomi, and she just said it's not her story to tell, and she's going to wait for them to you know ask them about it because she doesn't want to, which is I think a respectful. And safe answer. Um, yes. Respectful to them, and still not pissing off WWE. Yeah. Uh, and but but Naomi did post for the first time. She posted a little, I think, Instagram mm-hmm. of her and her husband Jimmy Uso uh, on the beach. Oh, that's yeah. nice. So only she's chilling. Um, but yeah, no no news on Sasha Banks' watch right now. 
Perhaps she's filming her. for the upcoming Mandalorian season three that is upcoming. Well, she said she's not coming back to that. But oh, she said knows? she's not. Maybe she lied. But, Andrew yeah, Garfield lied. Disney stuff. You got to lie. Yeah. Andrew Garfield lied to all of us many times. Yeah. But I really miss Sasha and I want her back so bad. Yeah, I know. Me too. Maybe I she'll miss her. come back at some point. It's like so depressing to think like, what if we never see her wrestle again? We'll see her somewhere. She'll do it. She'll do something or she'll be on TV or in the movies and we'll see her. What if not, though? I'm so upset. I know. Sasha, I know. we need you. I can't handle the idea of a future without you. Look, I know my boyfriend's here and he's oh, looking right at me and he's clearly uncomfortable with this, but. I just, I love my life with you in it. <laughs> Please don't go. Okay, I'm done. I mean, I can't fault you for those words. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. We all agree. Sasha. It is Pride Month. Thank you for not shaming me. And I am proud of my love for Sasha Banks, my fandom yeah, of Sasha same. Banks. Same. Um Sasha, if Sasha's you need a great. place to crash. Yeah, I mean, if you need a place to crash, like we have a, a couch with a sectional on it. So you yeah. can like, you could sleep sitting up or yeah. long ways, <laughs> whatever you want. You could sleep long ways and then sort of like half wake up and sit long ways. Yeah. So you're not like, you don't have to like fully get up yet if you're still tired. Yeah, we also have an air mattress we can put next to it. And so you could sleep like on three different levels. Yeah, you could like really chill. And we have a PS4 and a Switch. So. And a PS3. Yeah. And um, an Xbox. Yeah. And, um, and a Wii. Occasionally cereal. Yeah, we do. Have, we usually always cereal. have cereal. We, have we always cereal. have cereal. We have a big box of Honey Nut Cheerios. Yeah. So. so if you like Honey Nut Cheerios and video games, we got you covered. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Uh. I mean, that's oh. A thing. Oh, this is. Okay, two more things. I think. Oh, boy. Uh, okay. This is dumb, but uh, yay. Edge. Hmm. Chain, he was a heel recently and it was like kind of heel like evil gothic kind of a character and it seemed like he was having fun and he was doing something different and he has this judgment day stable um, uh that was him and damian priest and rhea ripley and they just had a uh a tag team match with the three of them versus aj styles finn balor and uh, Liv morgan at hell in a cell which was fun and edge uh got the pin to win that match um, you should probably say that again into the microphone. Sorry, Edge got the pin to win that match. Mm, thank you. Sorry, I got something. I got something in my eye, and I turned my head away from the microphone for a second. Yeah. Uh, without thinking. Um, you and so, idiot. I'm, I'm, <sighs> no. Uh, and so he. The next day on Raw, they were like, "Oh, we're gonna maybe have somebody join the the stable with us." And what happens is. They turn on Edge. Finn Balor joins them, and they beat up Edge and kick Edge out of the group. Edge, no! Yeah, but it's funny because they... Everybody looks, like, stupid and bad in this. Because apparently the reason that I'm seeing that they did this is because uh-huh. Cody Rhodes is going to be out, so he was going to be, like, the main baby face. I see. And so they want, a, they want like, a big star when it's, like, you could just elevate somebody else, like Finn Balor, mm-hmm. who is already popular and there and has not really had his, like, due yet. Yeah. So you could just push him for now, but instead they they shifted Edge over it, I guess. I guess that's the idea. But mm-hmm. it makes no sense because 
Edge led them to victory every time they've been out there. He hasn't lost since he's been in this like stable, and he led them to mm-hmm. victory the night before. And then they uh, turned on him in favor of a guy who they beat who lost the next night. So it just like looks... It really looks kind of dumb. Like the motivations don't make any sense in this, but I don't think they were thinking about that. Um, but it's just very silly. Are they just being really conservative with like who they promote? You think because they are newer and they're nervous? I guess maybe they are. Yeah, I, I mean that's mm-hmm. probably what it is. WWE is a very a, a big issue with them is they're very over reliant on yeah. older stars from like the Attitude Era or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so they like they often will not push their like um yeah their younger people yeah it's um, it's hard to take a chance on something new it is uh it's better to just stay with what's familiar yeah i know day in and day out endlessly some would say relentlessly perhaps even mercilessly wow um but yeah it was um Stephanie McMahon, speaking of uh, Merciless, I don't know. She's, Stephanie. She is she's on that sabbatical or whatever that Stephanie's hiatus. sabbatical. But uh, I'm seeing rumors that are going back and forth now. Oh, back and forth. Some people are saying that she was like pushed out. Ooh, by, of what? Of the... <laughs> of a plane. Uh, no, by... They, no. Oh. Well, Vince McMahon uh, did an interview a few months ago where he mentioned... Like how he's like, I hold my family who works for me and to like a higher standard than almost anybody else. And it's like, mm. you don't have a job just because you're family and like you have to be pushing it. Yeah. Like you have to be, and so uh, there are rumors that they wanted to make, like she's in charge of like ad sales stuff. Mm. Uh, and so there are rumors that like they weren't making enough and they thought that they could be making more money from, from that and that they were like phasing her out to bring in somebody else instead. Hmm. But I don't know if that's because I'm also seeing rumors of executives in there saying that like, I don't know, it was her decision to go. Yeah. So I don't know because also, and it's again because her husband you almost know, died. So yeah. And also like and her here's kids the are thing. getting older. Anytime anyone has their kids working for them, they say that they say, oh, I'm even harder yeah, yeah. on these kids. But like, no, you're not. No, you're not. <laughs> like, no, you're fucking because not. Because if you're talking about a thing that is detrimental, <laughs> if you're criticizing it, it's detrimental to, you, to your identity. Yeah. Nothing is truer of that than your children. Yeah. So it's like. Also, like, you hired your children. Yeah. Like, let's For, admit that. She doesn't just work there as like, like, you know, an a- she's not in HR. You know what I mean? Right. She doesn't, she's not doing customer service. You yeah. Know? She doesn't even have like she's an executive. Yeah, she's like on the board. It's you know like, what I mean? Yeah, you know that whole adage like it's not what you know, it's who you know. Well, guess what? It works even better if the person to know is your dad. Yeah. Then, then you get to really, you know. Then they really know you. Then they really know you. You don't have to send a resume. You don't have to. That's the thing is, if you've never had to send a resume, then I don't even want to hear it. Yeah. I don't want to hear it. Okay, the rest of us are over here trying to figure out three column formatting on Google Docs. Oh, God. The rest of us are over here experimenting with font sizes to see if we can get all our improv teams on there. Uh, Working on our our background uh, casting. um. The rest of us are sitting here trying to figure out if we should include freelance jobs in the same column as full time jobs. It's true. My acting resume still kind of looks like shit because I haven't really... All the columns are a little bit off. 
Yeah, you know? it's hard. It is hard. Making a resume is very, very hard. It is. And they it's teach like, classes on it. And if it. you don't do it right, it looks like. Yeah. It's like, if you don't do it right, people are like, no. Because they're really right. just looking for any reason to say no to you. Right. Unless you're their daughter. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then, they're then looking you don't for even have every, to send a resume because the, they already know you. They already know you and they're going to hire you because you're their daughter. Right. So miss me with the whole, oh, I'm harder on my kids. Yeah. yeah. Did your kids have to fucking sit for an interview? Yeah, miss me with that and Hack Season 2. I'm kidding. I actually really have to I watch, have to watch Hack Season 2. I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure it's great. The first season was great. And I normally don't like stuff about stand-up, but that I was know. really great. People just get so upset. People do really like, they don't, you know. You know. I can't wait to read this article, this criticism of Hacks and like get furious and start lashing out. Well, the thing is, I read it and I, I mean, I don't watch Hacks. I read it and I thought it was actually incredibly, incredibly uh, not harsh at all. Yeah. Because the people who did it are Catherine Van Arendonk, Jackson McHenry and Nick, who like they are all very thoughtful people. You mm-hmm. know, they're not like hateful haters, yeah. you know, they're just like TV critics who, who, uh, you know, they they think they yeah. think they have thoughts. Even when I try to criticize, how like, can you be mad about someone having thoughts? It's thoughts. It's true. Even when I try to criticize WWE, I try to do it in like a thoughtful way, where it's like these are the th- reasons why I don't. Right. It's not like somebody's like this sucks. It's like no, they're talking about real things that they've noticed about the show that they some of them don't care for and then someone else says well i don't mind that because xyz and you know you're having a thoughtful friggin' discussion people should be able to talk to each other about tv shows without it devolving into some kind of like dunking contest my god if you want to know how we got here in this terrible world full of disease and war and pestilence, it's because we can't even talk about fucking TV shows without ripping each other's heads off. Because we're all such little, tiny, fragile, little, tiny, bitty babies. These are my yeah. final thoughts. I'm just okay, I'm getting yeah. them out Anne's there final now. thoughts. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it. Um, I mean, those are some pretty tight final thoughts. So yeah. I, mean, you can't, I yeah. couldn't have imagined. But I'm sorry. I didn't mean to... It, preemptively end the show i just it's okay i think we've i figured i'd file that rant under final thoughts just to get yeah it no that makes way. sense just to get it out of the way um but you know new japan pro wrestling dominion is on this weekend uh oh and so is jurassic world 12th. dominion yeah oh <laughs> whoa is there a tie-in there should be there Why isn't. isn't anyone paying me to think of all these great tie-ins I know. well they've been doing this dominion show for a number of years but um but they did Still, do get a sponsorship. They my did God. do a couple because it's in Japan, and I'm assuming they got the movie later. But they did do Godzilla versus Kong. They had like sponsorships. Oh yeah, in New Japan for a couple yeah, weeks. Yeah, I and mean, they did, sell uh, some... for like after it was out here. You know, talk about Stephanie McMahon not selling ad stuff. Every wrestling promotion should hire me as head of ad sales, and I will say, oh. The Jurassic Park movie is coming out. Let's have AEW. One of their tag team champions is a dinosaur. I know. I'm like, yeah. Let's have let Jurassic Express do a Jurassic World promo. Let's they get Chris Pratt a, down here. They also had a Godzilla versus Kong crossover. AEW did. Well, let's get Chris Pratt down there. He can talk about Jesus and yeah, and how much he loves one kid more than the other. Has he said that? <laughs> no, I think it's just people. People have like, because you know he was married to Anna Ferris. Yeah. And then they got divorced. And mm-hmm. they have a they have a son who might be special needs. I'm not sure. I, I don't, don't remember. I don't know anything. I, it I also might a, actually be a daughter. I cannot remember anything about that. It child. also might just be a dog. I'm not sure. <laughs> no. No, I'm it's pretty, definitely not a cat. I'm pretty sure they have 
a child, I'm 80% sure that child may have some kind of special needs situation. Anyway, he married Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter, right? Yeah, daughter. Um, and they had a baby. And he tweeted something that was like, thank you so much for giving me this healthy baby. And like, you know, just like celebrating the birth of his child. Mm-hmm. But the wording was a little weird to people, given that he has this other child that like has some kind of special needs thing. And so people read into it as him being like, oh, thank God. I finally no, I got, have a kid. I got kid. a real baby now. I got a real baby with this lady I actually yeah. like. Um, got a regular baby now. Yeah. And people got kind of pissed at him. <laughs> we, those are Chris Pratt's thoughts, by the way. Uh, yeah, not, yeah. Not that, ours. That, no, that, that's what Chris Pratt was yeah, clearly those, thinking. Those are not ours. Uh, these are also, uh, if Chris Pratt listens to this, those are his hypothetical thoughts in this world right. where he's um, no. being a jerk. Uh, we're Chris not saying those Pat are his real is a, thoughts. is a perfectly nice weirdo. Yeah, he seems very, he seems fine. I, li- I love him because fine. he's a uh, Star-Lord. Him. He's Star-Lord. I cannot criticize I like him because he's Owen Grady in the Jurassic World franchise. Yeah. But also, he just is kind of a weirdo. But I mean, that's because he's a good looking guy who loves Jesus and well, those are people I do not trust. Often, yes. Um, and he's uh like if you're yeah. good looking and you love Jesus, it's like what happened? Yeah, that's true. There's it's <laughs> what like, are so, you seeking forgiveness for? Yeah, something's <laughs> being hidden. Something's going on. What got you? What got you really into forgiveness? Yeah. Like, what, what have you done? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I feel like I cut you off. No, there. he. I was also going to say he was like a out of shape, funny guy who became like hot. Yeah, that's the other thing. That's a little bit like disconcerting about it i mean i again i love chris pratt i'd be so excited if you walked in here right now i'd be like oh chris pratt you're great hooray um i'm just expressing the common sentiments about him do you want to hear something i'm ashamed of right now what when you said chris pratt i first thought of chris evans and i feel like that's a cardinal sin for me being such a well when you said chris evans i thought of chris pine (laughs) you're trying to think of Chris. I, I am. And you know what? You've committed your second cardinal sin because guess what, baby? There's a Hemsworth. Ah! <laughs> a friend of mine said that I look like Chris Hemsworth. And I'm yeah. like, I don't know if that's true, but thank you so much for saying I feel, that. I feel bad because I feel like I put the in your head of you being like, I don't. Because I remember one time you were like, someone said I looked like Chris Hemsworth once. And I went, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, you got you, you really. Um... And I got it. I think I got it in your head about it. And I'm sorry. She didn't say it was the abs. She didn't (laughs) didn't say the muscles. I didn't say that either. I just didn't see it in the face. And I honestly feel like that's just a thing of like, like you're a white guy. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a baseline at which a lot of white men look alike. Fair. Um, and I feel like that's I am about as jacked as Chris. Hemsworth. You are. No, you could be. I could be. That's true. I could definitely the be as jacked things, as Chris Pratt. The only thing separating you and the Chris's of Hollywood uh, is uh, another 15 hours a week at the gym. That's true. And like millions of dollars um, and an ability to focus my Blink entire only, being on. Blink only costs $15 a month. Yeah. Well, it's just like, like uh, Camille Nanjiani was talking about how it was like, it's a full-time job to like get in shape like this yeah well you gotta work out yeah you gotta work out like twice a day yeah and you have to have a very specific diet yeah and you have to like eat macros and stuff like yeah very you gotta track your carbs mm-hmm. track your carbs really seriously yeah. it's not just like the way i eat now which is like kind of vague like oh yeah. i think i know what i've you have to like no i had eight ounces of this and like yeah. this is like 
Although the guy, um, I there was a guy who worked the security desk at this old building I worked in years and years ago, and he was a bodybuilder. And so he would talk to me about bodybuilding sometimes when I was waiting for the elevator because our elevators were really slow. Mm-hmm. And he made it sound like he just did whatever. And then before competitions, he would just stop eating because then your body burns off all the fat and you can see the muscles better. I do think that that is like something that like Hugh Jackman has had to do for like, like oh, those guys dehydrate sure. themselves. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like they like it's not like he ate whatever he wanted. No, but yeah, he but he just, just wasn't he, insane about it. Yeah, but, but yeah. basically it's like he just would like go on a special like thing for like a week before a competition. Mm-hmm. And it did seem like he wasn't drinking water and stuff like that. So it's like, yeah. Yeah, he was passing out while he was talking to you. <laughs> I was like I was like, thank God. Thank God the man who's like running security at this building is weak and tired. Yeah, it's severely dehydrated. <laughs> oh no, how did the how did the robber get in? The security guy was very dehydrated. He's very woozy. <laughs> he got so dizzy chasing him. Um anyway, I hope that guy's doing great. I'm sure he's I'm sure he's great. Yeah. Uh yeah, I guess I mean that's it. I didn't think there was really that's anything it? else I wanted to I could do Dominion predictions, but nobody cares about New Japan, so you know. What? Who said that? You kinda you kind of insinuated it in the beginning. When did I say that? Sort of insinuated it. No, I said Super Juniors. That's New Japan. Yeah, that's but that's not all of New Japan. That's the very specific Super Juniors. And I only made it's that joke. I only made that joke because because you have told me recently that even your WrestlePal chat group that you and the boys are in, they don't even keep up with the Super Juniors as much as you do. And that's you true. struggled a, to keep up with a it. A couple of them tried and they so were like, I can't. That's the only reason I made that joke is because it seemed like something that was very, very niche. It is. And it was <laughs> truly, if I couldn't have watched it like at the gym and at work, like while I'm working, I wouldn't have been able to. Because like some of the matches, I mean, you're only kind of like half watching. Mm-hmm. You're watching like a baseball game. Like yeah. you're kind of like, it's in the background. And then when something happens, yeah. you, you pay attention. Mm-hmm. And other ones I watched very intently. But, um, but yeah. Yeah. But go but watch Dominion. It's gonna be great. It's on uh, ngpwworld.com, their streaming service. Yeah. Um it's gonna be great. I won't do the predictions because it's just too much right now. But oh, okay. I kinda hope yeah. Jay White wins the IWGP world heavyweight title because I think I think he's primed for it. It'll probably be Okada though, because I think they want Okada to be the champion. Well for then the I'm gonna root for Okada to make it interesting. I mean Okada. Go Okada. Go Okada. All right. Um Okay, well, also go see Jurassic World Dominion this weekend. Oh, yeah, go see it. Because that's also happening. I know at least one of our, I almost said patrons, listeners, is uh, definitely yeah. going to go I'd give you my predictions it. for Jurassic World Dominion, but I've already seen it, that's so right. I can't. That's right, you're a Hollywood insider now. I'm a Hollywood in- elite. You're, you're an influence, you're influencing... <sighs> Yeah. Um, opinions on things, telling I... people that you hate, you hate hacks. By the way, did that, uh, did that check from George Soros come? Oh uh, yeah. Also yeah, from the um, yeah the people that uh, to hacks they sent you a check <laughs> as well, uh, so you could say something good about it. Okay, good. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Thank okay. You. All right. Uh, all right, everybody, like and subscribe to our podcast. Like and subscribe. Uh, get well soon to the massive amount of wrestlers that are hurt right now. And Sasha Banks lives. Sasha lives, and Naomi. Bye.